Look out to the midnight sky. All Hallows' Eve draws near. Pull the curtains closed as we descend into fear. Gather around my bubbling brew for visions of a haunting scene. There's toil and trouble during Koala Talks Halloween. Welcome back, mortals. This is Huntsville Holidays, where we discuss all things holidays. Right now, we are in our Halloween season. I am Mrs. K. Why don't we just wait here for a little while? See what happens. <laughs> and I am Mr. Big Daddy K. Big K. Big Daddy K. See all platforms to listen on at HuntsvilleHolidays.com. Listen on Apple Podcasts while in a coffin. Google Podcasts as you are familiar getting your vampire his dinner. Or now on Spotify. Maybe you're about to explore the dead children's playground and eat us on your playlist. Email at HuntsvilleHolidays at gmail.com. Send us recommendations, your haunted stories, or stories for Christmas coming up. Join us now inside this basement of an unknown haunted location in Huntsville, Alabama. And we don't know who's real or not. What in the thing did we watch this week? What thing did we watch this week? <laughs> I love that you're doing this. I just got to say that. I haven't told you yet. Okay. So we watched. You haven't got it by now, listeners. <laughs> All the hints. Um, we watched The Thing. This is a 1982 science fiction horror film. It also has a 2011 remake. We're just going to be talking about the 1982. The original. The original. The original thing. The OG. <laughs> this was based on, speaking of originals, it was based on John W. Campbell Jr.'s 1938 novel called Who Goes There? So we start off the film. We have a helicopter shooting at a dog in the Antarctic, and that's very confusing. I remember thinking, what is happening here? Very, very unique intro, in my opinion. I, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we come upon this American research team, and they are trying to figure out what um, it was actually a Norwegian team in a heli the helicopter that was shooting at the dog there and they shoot the Norwegian dead in self-defense when they arrive at their research base. Do you, do you want to know what the Norwegian said in Norwegian? Yeah. So when they're at the beginning of the film, they're yelling about the dog when they finally, when they get to McGritty and the rest of the team at the base, uh -huh. they, they yell, Go to hell and get away. It's not a dog. It's some kind of thing. It imitates a dog. It's not real. Oh. Get away, you idiots. Isn't that really funny? The whole thing. Imagine <laughs> if you're like uh, bilingual and you're Norwegian and right. you're <laughs> and okay, you speak English. But to be fair, if you actually understood what they said. I it doesn't ruin the movie because. Yeah. Right. Because still be you know, early, you know, early on. What about the thing? Right. Um, well, yes, that, <laughs> I guess we kind of talked about the movie. Um, so 
what happens is they go to the Norwegian base and they see it in ruins. They see a bunch of frozen corpses and this huge malformed humanoid corpse. They bring it back to their base and they dissect it a little bit more. They find out that it has human organs, but they can't they can't figure out why just yet. Um, they bring the dog back into the cage with the other dogs and the dog that's when we find out as the audience if you don't speak Norwegian the thing is the dog the dog is the thing um and unfortunately all the other dogs there is no dog yeah the other dogs um get taken in by the alien monster thing and it it's just it's really 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 sad with like 300 tentacles yeah and um, that's when they start, the researchers start to figure out that this thing mutates into a host, I guess you could say. And they have to figure out, oh, is somebody else, one of us, an alien or a thing? Well, it clones itself into the DNA. So it looks, acts, and mm-hmm. now is this, I'm not, do they repeat the sound that something makes? Like, can it talk like a human? See, I, don't, I thought that it... I was really trying okay. to catch it while we were watching, and I, I didn't see it, but I don't know. Okay, but during the blood test scene, doesn't the guy talk? Who's the creature? Well, there's two creatures in there, right? Yeah. but I, I don't remember seeing him talk. Maybe. I have to watch it again, honestly. Oh, maybe they do. Maybe the guy that was standing up. Mm, well, I don't have know. To watch it again. Got to wait a year. <laughs> Got to wait a year. <laughs> so, tell me your thoughts on this movie. Okay, so that the first actual shot, you said it was a dog running with a helicopter shooting at it. The first shots are actually a flying saucer that's going toward, towards Earth. That's actually the first that's shot. True. Yeah. But really, the shot doesn't need to be in there because. It's not really, it doesn't matter that it's an alien that saucer crashed. So there's this sci-fi horror part of it, right? It's an alien saucer that crashes and then it can imitate whatever it goes after. And that's kind of how it lives after it got thawed from the ice from the Norwegians. Mm -hmm. The Norwegians thawed the ice. Yeah. So that's like the background setting, but the real movie is the psychological horror of them not knowing who is real and who is an alien. And that's what I liked about it. That was one of my likes. And actually I would have been fine with that first shot being taken out is what what all that was really just to say that it could have just started with the dog, but really this movie is a little stressful. Be not stressful, but you're always constantly thinking, okay, even okay, even that sh- shot that I just said didn't need to be in there, you see a saucer, you're okay, like, what's going on? Okay, there's a saucer. Then there's a dog running in, um, where is it? Is it the, Antarctica. in Antarctica? And in a helicopter, it's shooting. And in case anybody doesn't know, we've never seen this movie ever. So even though it's a classic movie that a lot of people have watched, you and I have never seen this prior to this. 
So we were actually discussing during the movie, are they actually trying to shoot the dog, right? Mm -hmm. You thought they were trying to shoot the dog. I thought they were trying to shoot something that was around the dog, and they're trying to play a trick on us. That it was something that was like invisible or and can't be seen. And you convinced while right. you were saying that. I was like, there was, I was like, no, I, I said, I think, I think this is like a, uh, is red herring the right word? Yeah. So, like something yeah. That, that, that they put as a ploy, but it's not the real thing. It's like, no, no, they want you to think that they're shooting the dog. But they, in fact, were trying they're to shoot. gaslighting us. Right. <laughs> but no, it was actually what it was. Right. But it's still intriguing. And then. It's Norwegians, so when the Norwegians give them the information, they don't know it right away. Um, so every part of that is so good to me mm-hmm. that you're constantly trying to guess. It's always a guesswork of the whole whole movie, and leading from that because it's guesswork, a lot of movies where they fail are that the main characters do stupid stuff. But in this movie, mm-hmm. every move they make is extremely smart. Mm-hmm. They go, okay, they came from the Norwegians. We need to see what the Norwegians were working on so we know what we're dealing with. So they had there. They try to figure stuff out. Once they understand it's an alien that it's imitating, they have to find a way to um, prove who's real and who's not. I just feel like every move they made was. Um, what you would try to need to do, like, okay, there's these dogs that just get rid of them. Like, we don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't know what's, what's touched. That's a good point. I never, I didn't think about it like that. Um, m- bouncing off what you said, it reminded me that I like that you see the creature early, the thing yeah. early. Yeah. Cause I hate when you have to, wait until the end you might see their foot for might, sure might see the shadow running across the hall for sure but i like that you see it maybe what the first 20 minutes or so maybe less than that and it really keeps the plot going and also going off of what you said where it's it's smart the characters are smart in their their critical analysis of what this thing is I, I do think that overall the film does a good job of mimicking what real people would do in this situation. Like you said, it's not like, like oh, well, I'm just going to go walk downstairs instead of calling the police or, you know, it, like in a classic scary horror, somebody's right. in a house type film. And somehow that made it more scary, though, because there's this rea- there's this part of your brain when you're watching a horror movie, if they do, if they go off the course and do something that you wouldn't do. You go, oh, okay, I, I would yeah, have been fine. Exactly. But you in this one, you're like, okay, oh, you're like, oh no. Like, okay, well, I would have done that. Like, okay, well, uh, well, no, I don't know what's going on. They're making the right moves. Okay. But I tell you, I would not have thought of the blood test at the end. Yes. I would have thought, oh, if we had blood vials to compare them to like before, you know, um, but I would not have thought about like the blood reacting like its own organism. That whole scene was sure, but you're not a scientist in Antarctica. Like to the characters, they should have been able to understand. Like we don't know exactly what they were studying, but 
But my point was, I love that scene. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, masterfully done for sure. And the first time they think about that, they don't know everybody, like who's who. I mean, Mm -hmm. when they first go, we don't know which one of us is real. There's this long pan of the camera, and it goes across each person's face, and that's when you, as a viewer, go, "Yeah, we don't know who you are either." We don't know which one's which, and there's like, and that's that, when that's when you go, oh, okay, this is what this movie is. Was that when they were outside? Mm-hmm. After, yeah. They were in the snow. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's this long pan across all of them, and you're like, well, I don't, you don't know who's who's going right. to be. And I, even then, I wasn't necessarily convinced that it was going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I know how this kind of goes. Yeah. But somehow they keep the mystery going, and it's really good, and. Um, I always thought like one of the things I had heard a long time ago about this movie is like it's about what you don't see, and that's true. But I always thought that this movie you never saw the the monster, or the alien, which isn't true. There's so much practical effects in here. Yes, you see that's the you see the thing too. a lot, and it's all gross. And yeah, arms are chopped off. There's a, a head that turns into a spider that starts crawling around. <laughs> that would. No, no, I, I get funny. it. That I, it like that, that the, 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 <laughs> I get that the main focus is not actually those practical effect aliens. It's really the psychological horror of trying to figure out if the man next to you, who you also need help to stay alive, mm-hmm. you, or, you know, you need help from him, or you need to help him. But he might also be the one that opens his mouth and the tentacle comes out and goes through your eyeball. Mm-hmm. Um, that also reminded me. I love the effects in this one. I know. It was in the 80s, and it still holds up. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I, I would like that better than the CG that we got going on. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, When you said the head with the little, the little spark, did you get any reminders of a, you remember in Sid's room in Toy Story, the little baby yeah. with the- Yeah. I was like, did they did Toy I always Story hated, get that from that hall? <laughs> I always hated all that sequence in yeah. Toy Story. Yeah. Anyways, back to this movie. Um, but I loved when I can't remember which character it was, but he he falls down and the doc is trying to do CPR on him, right? Trying to save his life. He's putting the compressions on the chest and all of a sudden the chest opens up into this big huge mouth and takes his arms off (laughs) that was good and that was unexpected i did not think that the chest could open up like that right i knew something was gonna happen but right well yeah i I didn't think that was gonna happen it was good it was really good and i want to say this other thing which is i'm kind of repeating myself but i kind of want to smush it all into one thing that the movie, it focuses on a single idea, the psychological horror of you don't know who's who. You don't know who's human and you don't know who's the alien. But it focuses on that and it goes from the very beginning to the very end. There's no garbage subplots. It's, you know, like that we have a ghost movie. There's no weird government conspiracy. There's no weird uh, love story. There's no weird extra thing that this it, it, it stays on the point and it goes from the very beginning to the end. And you could, you know, and it works 
wonderful. It doesn't really matter what it is because we still have, uh, we still understand the characters for like, okay, like McGready, right? I think that's how you say his name. McGready? McGready? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think call Mac. Mac? Yeah. So, Mac, we know from the beginning he's playing the chess game and that he thinks that the, it cheated or maybe it did cheat or whatever. So, he pours the glass into the computer to destroy it. So, we know when he's put in these situations, that's what he's going to do. He did it against the chess game. He did it when the dynamite to get back in the lab. And he did it when he was going to destroy the lab to destroy the thing. Like his character is when he's put into a corner and, and he's to get out. He's going to destroy stuff. So like there's a lot of these contained characterizations of these characters. Well, maybe that sentence doesn't make sense, but you don't need these subplots to go, oh, uh, Mac has a family back home that he's not going to be able to get to. Yeah. I think he says we're not going to make it out of this one. Right. So we need to take this thing down. Yeah. Type. Yeah. And, and that's so, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I would say the doctor does that too, but he does that in too much out of a control way. The guy, the guy who starts to destroy all of the computers and right. make sure that no, I'm going to make sure this thing stays here because it's going to take over the world and yeah, however many hours it was. Yeah. Everybody else was worrying about. I was with him, though. Them surviving. He was worried about the bigger picture. Yeah. We're all dead anyway. This can't get out of here. Yeah. I was with that guy, really. Um, I want to talk about something that I did not like. It was. Maybe it was just because of the first time me seeing this film. It was a little bit hard for me to keep track of who was who. Of course, I know who Mac was. And I know their names were on their uniforms and stuff like that. It was just hard for me to follow a little bit with that. Right. Um. And then to me, okay, leave the dogs out of it. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I know it was such a good scene. But when we have horror films and we miss with the animals. Ugh, it breaks me. Yeah, I understand that. You know. Mm. But even Especially if you even if you locked in the cage and they can't get out, you can argue that the humans were like that too, because they were stuck in Antarctica, but <laughs> Right. But they did a on your point about not knowing who's who. In the fact that you don't know what they look like versus what their name is. Mm -hmm. They did it most of the time. The scene prior to that, they had that character on the on the screen, and then they reference it. So I, I don't think that's actually a bad knock against the the film. Like you might have had trouble keeping up with it, and even at times I didn't know exactly. But usually, either they had stood it before, or they bring it back up, or their coat or their thing is in the snow. Um, to let you know who's who is who. But yeah, it might be something that after a couple of watches, if it's something you really like, you would know the characters better. And I feel like this is a movie where if you watched it five times, you might find little pieces and see, that was left in there. That's me. I want to watch it a couple of times. I want to really understand what's going on. Right. So you go, when they say this person, they're, or they're uh, alleging that, 
not alleging, what's the right word? That they are accusing. Yeah. They're accusing a person of being an alien, not a human. That. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. Just knowing exactly who it is. Um, and another point that I, I guess it started off as a dislike and it kind of turned into a like, okay, this thing's going to give me nightmares. It hasn't given me nightmares yet, but it will. Um, but I guess that's almost a like, because that means it actually got to me. It scared to me. It did its job as a horror movie. And, you know, as an adult, most of the time, you know. Nothing really phases me in movies, but this this is like ooh, yeah. It's I wish I could remember what my train of thought was. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, replay this, and I'm like, oh, no, that's what I was talking right. about. <laughs> I know it was like accusing of somebody. I don't remember what I was talking about though, but that's okay. One of the best scenes of the movie is the end scene with Mac and Child, and they're sitting there crossing each other. You don't know who's the thing. You don't know who is human. They could both be alien. They could be both human. One of them could be whatever. And Mac's like, why don't we just wait here a little while? See what happens. Which is the reference to they're thinking that the thing doesn't think that it can get out of that situation. So it just wants to freeze so it can try to get out later with other Organisms that come. Ooh, that's see. I thought it was child originally when I first watched this, but now I'm starting to think maybe it was Mac, maybe both. Well, I don't know who is who, but I, I just think that's what it's kind of referencing because it's like, right? Well, it you doesn't want to die, but I wouldn't be afraid to freeze because it doesn't die when it freezes. A human would. would. Right. But also you just went through all those things. So if you are human, you wouldn't know. You, yeah. you You know that it's a lost cause. Uh, you've Dynamite has destroyed the entire complex. You can only survive for so much the longer. The helicopter's gone. There's nothing left. And if, if you're human, even if Mac is human and Childs is the thing, like there's nothing else to do. You have no more dynamite. Like if he's gonna kill you and take over you, it doesn't like. Like sure you can run or something, but you know he can just. You know, give up. You're like, all hey, right, it's over now. So what would you rate this movie? This movie. Let's do skeletons. This movie, um, our skeletons. Is I'm gonna throw it on a dartboard. It hit a fifty out of fifty <laughs> out of ten skeletons. It'd be a ten out of ten for me. And for the criteria is, is this a great like Halloween movie for me? Yes. It's not necessarily nostalgic, but it gives me nostalgia feelings. Even though I've never seen it before, not I understand that doesn't make sense. But the practical effects of the thing give me a vibe back to the 80s. And I don't know, it gives me this like fun feeling. And then I love the psychological horror aspect of it. 
but it, it's not so stressful to me that like I don't ever want to watch it again. If that makes sense, there's some that are like, oh man, that was a lot, and I don't want to watch it ever again. But this one was it's nice and steady, focuses on a single idea, and I could watch it again every year. And it might be something that I'll bring in next year, um, because I want to do like one family movie, and then one movie that's more like this. It's not extreme horror, but more adult to uh, bring in for like every year watches. Or at least for next year, and then maybe I'll change my mind. You said this is not extreme horror. I would say that this is sure. (laughs) It's up there, though. Okay, uh, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be, yes. I I guess this isn't what scares me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think everybody has a certain aspect of horror that gets them more and uh, a monster flick, even with the psychological horror isn't necessarily going to get me like alien or anything like that. That's true. I would go. Oh, I, 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 th- I don't know if I said this. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm not even sure we said this or if I said this before, but this is a sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. I keep saying because there's the aliens and all this. Yeah, yeah. So it's really the sci-fi horror, but it doesn't. That's almost like the a backdrop to what it really is. So the more we talked about, it, the more we th- I thought about it. I'm going to change my rating a little bit, and I want to say this to people who are listening. I'm more of a supernatural, um type movie tv show lover not so much with the sci-fi but overall i'm gonna give it a six so a little bit lower just because it's not my favorite genre right and and i'm the type of person i i can pretty much guarantee you that if i watch it a couple more times i'd probably give it a higher rating there's just certain movies that I, I do this with. I don't really like it at first, but then I watch more. I learn more about maybe the background of the movie or something like that, and I like it more. But right right now, I'm going to go six. Yeah, and you're huge in the nostalgia. You really like stuff that you watched as a kid I or um, stuff like that, and I do too. I think that's way too low of a rating. We're going to get that up. And that's actually so low that I think I'm going to make you watch it every year now. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, I have to watch it again. I'll give it a higher rating. But right now, like, even I love Pirates of the Caribbean, but I didn't really like it the first time I watched it. It took a couple times for me to really understand what was going on. And maybe that's just my brain. I don't know. But. And I'll say that. Give me some time. (laughs) While while we watch stuff, I'm usually pretty critical of what what we watch. Because mm-hmm. I enjoy criticizing movies. But this movie is actually a really solid film. And I'm not saying your score is wrong. That's, right. that's fine. Six is still good. Six means, yeah. you know, 60%. It's like, yeah, this is solid. I'm like, I'm t- one of those movie watchers where I like to know everything about this movie. I want to go line by line. I want to know all the characters' names. And it takes me a couple times to remember all that and right. then to give you a good solid rating of the movie right well that's kind of kind of the interesting difference between you and me when we were growing up is you would if i remember correctly 
you would watch the same movies many times, right? Yes. Where, where I would watch many movies. I would watch even the third Harry Potter film twice in the same day. See, I, I, I've never... I watched the Lord of the Rings a lot, but like I collected DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff in my 20s. And I watched a lot, like a lot of movies. I never sat and watched the same movie a lot. And Did you ever, I, what about when you were sick? Did you ever have a movie that you watched when you were sick for me as a Princess Bride? No. What? TV. I would do that no. with TV shows. I would never do that with, but it would always be a new episode. So you you never did like okay I'm gonna watch this movie a lot and then you years later when you watch that movie it reminds you of a time period or a specific feeling or anything like that. Sure, but then that's only two watches or maybe three and you know what I mean. <sighs> like I think you've watched some of these movies way more than <laughs> three times. But that's what I'm saying when you're talking about watching the thing once where you, multiple watches you might want to uh, like it more because you understand it more or maybe you'll like it less. But I think there's a difference between how you and I watch uh, movies. Listeners, are you more like Mr. K or like me? The right way. Hey, it's Big Daddy <laughs> the K. The right way. <laughs> My name is not sticking. I'll have to go get something else. I thought you were going to go Bone Daddy. Oh, oh, that's what it was. I tried to think of it. I couldn't remember. Write it down. Write it down. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> bone Daddy. That is from our son's favorite movie right now. Nightmare Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before. That's going to be a. We have watched that. Well, I have watched that four days in a row now. (laughs) Right. I've never actually watched the whole thing, which is going to be an October movie for us. Yep. October movie. Um, Some other movies coming up. We want to do the Muppet Haunted Mansion one next. We are also thinking, of course, we got to do Hocus Pocus. Any other ideas? Oh, the new Haunted Mansion from Disney? Well, there's going to be a new one coming out very soon i don't right remember. that's what i was referencing um we can do that one too but i really want to do the muppet one that came out oh you said ago. the muppet mm-hmm. the muppet one. Oh, i thought you were talking about the new we're doing the muppet one next okay all right well this has been another episode of huntsville holidays yep stay safe out there in 565 <laughs> You think you're safe, sun rising in orange abstract. But beware, monsters always come back. <laughs>